to episode 111 of the All the Books Show, the official podcast of the David A. Howe Public Library. I'm Eric Mickles. And I'm Nick Gunning. We're going to talk book news, author news, and literary news. And today we got a special treat because we're going to talk sexy new books. Yeah. Some books that are n- neither new to us uh-huh. or new to the publication yeah. world that we're excited yeah. about, that we want to read. New is the objective. Yeah. Sexy, subjective. Maybe it happens. Maybe but it doesn't. Yeah. You'd be hard-pressed to find like an old sexy book. Oh, I agree. <laughs> I agree. Okay. <laughs> so we're going to be talking about that a little later. Yeah. Right now, we're going to be talking about what we've been reading. What we've been reading? Have you read anything what good? What we've been all... I've got nothing. That was I'm sorry. weird. That, I had a sandwich and it kind of slowed me down. That was, I was such up late. a weird start. <laughs> uh, I know you have been stuck. You've been stuck in a quicksand that is the three-body problem. Yeah. You can't yeah. seem to get out of. No, it's impossible. Uh, a three-body problem. It's just too chaotic. You got three sons. Too many. How do you how do you plan for the revolution? Anything. Way too many. Uh, it's gonna pull on the earth so much with such gravitational force when it passes by. You're gonna lose pieces. You're gonna have like three new moons before you have a solid solar system. It certainly happens. So who is that by? Who's writing this book? Uh, I didn't bring it with me. Okay, that's Let me all right. My good read. That's all right. So. Yes, it is taking me a while. I've got 70 pages left, and I thought I could do it. It's by Liu, uh, Lao Sizen. And this is a trilogy, right? This is a trilogy, yes. Okay. This, this book is the one that won the Hugo. Right. Uh, the other two did not. Okay. Um, but it's hard sci-fi, but it's just it's just dense. Uh, it's a long book. It's dense. It, I mean, again, it's translated from uh, Chinese, so there's also, also just like a lot of explaining that has to be done. Mm-hmm. Like, this is what's going on in China at this time. This is right. what this, and uh, just a different writing style than used to. So it it's taken me a while. It's good. I haven't not enjoyed oh, reading it. Okay, I guess I got the impression that you were no, not I'm, liking it. No, I'm not liking that. I'm not done with it at this point. Uh, yeah, because there's other stuff I want to read. But like picking it up hasn't been a painful experience. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's still been good. It's okay. Just been, it's just gotten in the way. Have you been reading graphics or anything like that? Yes, I have. I'm glad you asked. I, yeah, me too. Um, Otherwise, how would I ever know? This, yeah, I mm-hmm. guess I would just... Wait, did I talk about Paper Girls last time? Paper Girls Volume 3? Yeah, we talked about it. And Half-Life the, 2 Raising the Bar? Because of the irritating delays yes. in well, uh, then, publication. Uh, Nothing new? To go back on my word. No, okay. I have not Sorry. I, I had two volumes of Planetary to read, but I just... Two more than I can stomach. Yeah, I, I'll get to them. Just there's other stuff. Good I have for some, you. I have a pile of graphics to get to, and I just put in my orders for some uh, Halloween reads. Nice. Day by day, Armageddon. Nice. And oh, there was something else. Okay. But it escapes me. Oh, right. Lovecraft uh, County. Oh which yeah. I meant to read last year. And That's happen. funny. We covered that the first year of doing this podcast. Like as it was coming out, we talked about yeah. that. Yeah. So that's funny. That. We've come full Old circle. times, yeah. We've come 111 episodes. Yes, we sure have. Yes, we have. Uh, I've I've read some stuff. I, too, have begun my Halloween reads. Uh-huh. Uh, kicked it off with Stephen King's Carrie. Too scary. It's actually not that scary. And the thing is, I was reading it. I, it's mm-hmm. sort of hard to judge it, like, objectively now, mm-hmm. because... We all kind of know the beats of Carrie, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, you know what happens, even yeah. if you don't know the story. You, yeah. you know, like, where everything's headed. Yeah. So I think when you didn't, like, mm-hmm. not knowing that, not being familiar, even with, like, the Stephen King thing, mm-hmm. I think it would have been quite an experience to read, because it's actually pretty clever. Mm. And considering that it's his first novel, I found it impressive the is way... Is it really he, his first? It is. Yeah. He was a pretty successful short story author, and this uh-huh. started as a short story. And actually, uh, he realized, oh, this is going to be too long to get into. So he threw it in the garbage 
and his wife huh. pulled it out of the garbage and was like, no, 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 this is good. I think you should stick with it. Uh-huh. So he wrote his first novel, Carrie. And but then he divorced is... her? No, no, they're still together. That's good. Yeah, she's an author as well, Tabitha King. Um, anyway, where was I going with that? Uh, as I was so rudely interrupted. Sorry, I just assumed a success okay. story like that usually ends with the husband like, no. now I'm going to leave the woman who helped get me pretty, there. Pretty happy marriage. Wolf of Wall Street style. From, from all uh, intents and purposes, nice. it seems like. Anyway, the mm-hmm. format of Carrie is we have the straight up narrative, mm-hmm. and then you have you have like testimony and police uh, reports, and police reports, and you have one of the survivors from the incident has written a book, mm-hmm. so you get chapters of that book. So it's a pretty inventive thing, right? And I've read other books uh, like Where'd You Go, Bernadette, for example, right? That tries to do that and can't keep all the threads together, right? And this really did so. I think the book overall was pretty impressive. Mm. It is hard when you know you know where the punches are going to come. It's a little hard to be like feeling like, what's going to happen? What's going to happen? Mm-hmm. Because, you know. But I like it. If you haven't read it, I would recommend it. It's a good, quick, almost novella, really. Uh, and then I also read Wonder Woman Volume 3, The Truth. This is the current ongoing Wonder Woman series, which is just a mess. Is it? It is. Well, you know, remember mm. they started like every other issue was yeah. either an origin or the current story. This is the same way. It's like every other issue, they're they're exploring like another thing. So mm-hmm. it's like you cannot read the trades of, of the Wonder Woman series without mm-hmm. and understand the story. Mm-hmm. So I'm Sorry, pretty man. I'm pretty disappointed with it. Uh, I find Wonder Woman hard to get right. I haven't read tons of Wonder Woman comics that I really loved. No, I've I read way more than you. I know you have. I love to hang that one over I your head. You it's have. like, oh, yeah. I guess I'm a bigger Wonder Woman fan. Yeah. I guess that's why I tend to gravitate towards the standalones, like Wonder Woman Earth 1 and that sort yeah. of thing, because then it's just like, boom, yeah. a compact, concise, beginning, middle, end Wonder mm-hmm. Woman story, which is what I really want. Yeah. So then I'm also reading uh, the YA Lois Lane series, book three, Triple Threat by Gwenda Bond. Which I'm, somebody is. Which I'm liking. That's good. I'm liking. Yeah. So that's it for me right now. Okay. I've got a uh, I've got a lot of things on the to read list, so I'm gonna have to pick up the pace a little bit. Yeah. Here over the next uh, couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. So, uh, mm-hmm. book clubs. We're just getting ready to do uh, on Wednesday the third, fourth Wednesday the fourth. We're gonna be talking Vince Flynn's American Assassin. So we'll see Which what people you think were about that. Not a fan that. of. Not really. And then on the seventeenth, we're gonna be talking about Joyce Carol Oates' spooky. Um, Jack of Spades. Yeah, what What was the date again? October 17th for yeah. that one. And speaking of Joyce Carol Oates, today is October 2nd. And this is when Joyce Carol Oates visited this library two years ago <gasps> on this very day. Oh, my gosh. Yep. So, That's fun fact. Um, fun fact. After we finish American Assassin, uh-huh. going back to Halloween reads, we're going to be reading Ghost Story by Peter Straub, which is right. supposed to be pretty spooky. So I'm, I'm I got the copies too. in. Yeah. I'm ready, ready Ghost to Story. go. I've read Jack of Spades. Me too. So I'll probably... Stopping yeah. by to yeah. say hello. Check in. I love say it. That I love the book. I love it. Uh, let's you talk. didn't do Salem's Lot. As a, that was just you and me? That wasn't a book Salem's club. Salem's Lot was a book club. Oh. Pet Cemetery was just you and me. Okay. Yep. Did I go to that book club? Yeah, you did. Was it just you and me? No. It was a whole group. It was a long time ago. It was like two years ago. We were in the local history room. I talked about how much I liked it? Yeah. Huh. Yeah. You were there. Wow. All right. Uh, let's talk book news. Okay. Got anything exciting to talk about? Uh, all right <laughs> it's coming let me tell you let me tell you what's coming uh, a long ways away okay all right so lock up your reading for november and december because lock these books are reading? coming your way yeah you know get everything on the old calendar yeah. on the schedule yeah. make sure your secretary knows sorry yeah, he's let reading her know. uh let her know clive cussler i'm gonna start with the large print that's coming your way uh in november my way maggie's war by terry todd 
Here's a little taste. In 1942, telegrams always bring life. Oh, sorry. Telegrams <laughs> always bring life-altering and tragic news in a war-hardened world, and the one Maggie Marshall receives is no different. But running a restaurant with the help of only pregnant, unwed girls has taught her to be tough. Maggie's no weeping only? widow, but Charlotte Penfield thinks she's the most unfeeling woman on earth. Seventeen, exiled by her wealthy parents and working in the restaurant, fanciful Charlotte runs away with romantic notions of a reunion with her baby's father at his military camp. Wow. Yep. There's a lot of drama in that. There's one a lot paragraph. going on. I know. I know. Again, that is Maggie's War by I, Terry Todd. So hold on. The restaurant is run exclusively by pregnant teens. Yeah, girls. it's like a it's like a shelter for cast out girls, girls who are cast out because they're pregnant. Run the they restaurant. They stay at this place and they work in the restaurant. Okay. Yeah. Uh, did you ever watch the show True Blood? Uh, Do you no. know much about it? I mean, it was like a huge. Anna Paquin's in it. Yeah, Anna Paquin. And so is somebody from a show I just watched. Okay. So, no, you don't know anything about it. It was because it was a big deal. Oh, at Superman. The time. Superman's from True Blood. Oh, okay. No. What, he, what? It's fine. He's from the Tudors. No. Superman from the Supergirl I don't want to show. I talk about this anymore. The new suit on, on Supergirl. Okay. What's his name? Uh, Tyler Hoechlin. He's from uh, Teen Wolf. Teen Wolf. That's yeah. what I meant. So stupid. That was such a stupid little <laughs> detour. Anyway, uh-huh. if you're a fan of the Suki Stackhouse books that those are based on, uh, by author Charlene Harris, we're collecting all of her short stories for the first time here. Finally. With the complete Suki Stackhouse stories yeah. by Charlene Harris. For yeah. the first time, together in one volume, the complete short story collection starring Suki Stackhouse with a new introduction from number one New York Times bestselling author of the series, Charlene Harris. Quite a bit of... Uh, Quite a bit of short stories in here. A lot of these were digital only and sort of hard to find. So if you're a fan of the series, uh-huh. this is a good place to get everything and this together is what all at once. Scream Queens was based off of True Blood with Jamie Lee Curtis. No, she's in Scream Queens. True Blood okay. with Anna Paquin. Right. Uh, more short stories. What here was the from... difference between Scream Queens and just the show Scream? No idea. Okay. I don't know. <laughs> uh, P.D. James, Sleep No More, Six Murderous Tales. No one gets inside the head of the murderer or makes it a more thrilling read than the late, great P.D. James. Fast on the heels of her latest bestseller, a new fiendishly entertaining gathering of previously uncollected stories mm. from the author of Death Comes to Pemberley and The Private Patient. Hmm. So, P.D. James fans, you got another P. one. D. Here James. it comes, November. You can read it. Uh, oh, and I, I couldn't. I couldn't resist mentioning this next one. Guess what's back on the old schedule, Eric? Bookshots? Yeah, that's right. Bookshots are back. Bookshots are back. Finally. It's been a while. It's been a long while. What about this time of year is the thing that's making them think, now now the bookshots have have returned. I have no idea, but there's quite a few. Like, looking at the list ahead, it looks like, you know, three or four coming Hit us with the James Patterson bookshots. I need my books so fast and intense that I can only get them in shots. James Patterson and Allison Joseph Uh are coming... With The Exile, a bookshot. Mm-hmm. Uh, so here we go. Finn O'Grady, working the night shift as a security guard in London, receives a phone call at dawn. Bridie, a woman he once loved before he left his hometown in Kilmeaden in the west of Ireland, believes she's in terrible danger and needs his help. Finn has made a new life for himself and can't go back to the pain and tragedy he left behind in Ireland. But when Bridie's brother is found brutally murdered, Finn has no choice but to return to a life he'd tried to forget. Mm-hmm. Bookshot! Bookshot. <laughs> yep. Uh, Halloween author that I don't particularly enjoy, and he huh. probably wouldn't particularly enjoy me calling him a Halloween author, but Dean Koontz. Yeah. Back in the saddle again with the... Oh, uh, that's right. I got to read book two of that series. With the sequel to uh, Frankenstein? Uh, Frankenstein. Ugh, What's no the thanks. second one called? You can have it. I'm I, sure. too, Frankenstein? I think so. <laughs> 
This is the sequel to Dean Koontz. I Frankenstein also. The Silent Corner. So this is Jane Hawk, book two, called The Whispering Jane Room. Hawk. So here we go. We're diving Jane in. Jane Hawk, Medicine Woman. Oh, this is too long for me to read, but okay. I, you know what? I'm going to read the Kirkus review for you, okay? Okay. No, nope, that's, that's a silent corner. That's not going to help you. Uh, so here's here's <laughs> from the synopsis. These are the words that, oh, no time to delay. Do what you were born to do. Fame okay. will be yours when you do this. These are the words that ring in the mind of mild-mannered, beloved school teacher Cora Gunderson just before she takes her own life and many others in a shocking act of carnage. When the disturbing contents of her secret journal are discovered, it seems certain that she must have been insane. But Jane Hawk uh-huh. knows better. Jane Hawk. Driven by her, lo- her love for her lost hu- husband and the fear of the five-year-old son she sent into hiding, Jane Hawk has become an unstoppable predator. Those she is hunting will have nowhere to run when her shadow falls across them. I don't know what this book's about. Mm. I mean, I understand the plot, but I don't know what it's <laughs> about, yeah. if you know what I'm saying. Yeah. I so, yeah. Dean Koontz fans, you must be out there. You, but this- Somebody's buying these books. Yeah. Someone's buying these books. Yeah. Look no further than November, okay. and you'll have a new Dean Koontz on your hands. Yeah. That's all I got. Oh, okay. It's on. It's on to you now, buddy. All right, now we're New on York the book Times news. bestseller list. Yes, this is. These are books that are on the New York Times bestsellers list. New York Times, uh, of course, is a small independent newspaper. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, produced outside of New York, actually, it's not like in the city. Huh. I think it's like in Westchester County. It's just a bounty of misinformation. <laughs> it's pretty. All right, so let's look at the top ten. Books on the hardcover fiction. Eric, I would love to. All right. Well, 10 and 9 are sharing the same oh, amount of sales nice. figures. That's nice. 10, Why is for Yesterday by Sue Grafton. Susie Grafton. This is book 25. Yep. Because Y is the 25th letter of the alphabet. Why is she still writing these books? It's been decades. Yeah. Well, she's sharing the uh, 9 and 10 are tied, and they're both tied by uh, Old Guard, if you will. Really? The Romanoff Ransom by Clive Cussler. Clive Cussler. And Robin Brussel. Et al. <laughs> so Sam and Remy Fargo search for two missing filmmakers in North Africa. Sure they and Uncover do. a group seeking to create the Fourth Reich. Yeesh. Well, oh boy. Three was enough. <laughs> um, I see Remy, and I just think Remy LeBeau. Yeah. First you charge the card. Yeah. Pew, then you yeah. blow it Remy up. LeBeau being Gambit of... Uh, the X-Men character of Gambit. Yes. X-Men played character. successfully by Taylor Hitch. Kitch. Oh boy, <laughs> not Taylor Hicks. Yeah. He would be a terrible. Well, it was guy, certainly but... played by Taylor Kitsch. <laughs> so, uh, all right. So she, so Sue Grafton, why for yesterday at number ten after five weeks? Mm-hmm. How do you feel about that? Good or bad? Expected? Surprised? I'm not, I'm not too surprised because people know the ends and is near. Uh-huh. So even if you've gotten away from this series, I think when you see you're almost done, you right. gotta check back in. So sure. no, not particularly surprising. All right, uh, number eight. Little Fires Everywhere by <gasps> Celeste NG. That is the last thing that you want. Little Fires Everywhere? You know, the only thing I can think of that would be worse than that? What? Big Fires. Everywhere. Everywhere. So you want... Everywhere. What do you want? I don't think there should be a lot of fires. Okay. So yeah. I think that's Well, better. this is an artist with a mysterious path Ooh. and a disregard for the status quu. Oh, no. She, you got to uh, regard the status quu. They upend a it's quiet It's the status town. quo. Nope. Oh, they're gonna upend a quiet town outside okay. of Cleveland and regard the status quo. Yeah, no disregard. Give it the regards it needs. No, status quo lightly out the window. Regard the status quo. Seven enemy of the state by uh, Miss Mr. Kyle Mills. Mister Mister Kyle Mills. Yeah. Ah, yes, Vince Flynn's. Yep. Character protege, Mitch Rapp. Would you say? Huh? Protege. Yeah. Sure. Okay. I don't know enough about Vince Flynn's lore. No, I don't know his life. All right, number six, three weeks on the list, A Legacy of Spies by John LeCar. 
Lechar. Didn't we talk it's about It's a lot of old guard. Yeah. I like the term old guard. I like it too. Yeah. It's respectful. Yeah, it is. It has some uh, weight to it. This is a Peter Gilliam's book. Okay. I guess those are books. Uh, listen, that made me sound very ignorant about the world of books. Yeah, I know <laughs> books. Yeah. Five, The Girl Who Takes an Eye for an Eye by David Lagerkrentz. So this is the Stig Larsen Millennium Series. Mm. So Lisbeth Salander teams up with an investigative journalist to uncover the secrets of her childhood. Okay. So when are we going to uncover the secrets of your childhood? I don't think you want to know. No, I, I think we should. Mm-hmm. I bet after a while we'd be like, sure, he went to school. He went, mm-hmm. And then he, we find out you had an Amazon jungle adventure? Yeah. I was trapped in a mine for six to eight months. See? That's something I want to uncover. Yeah. What, like, do you remember everything about it? Oh, sure. I remember it like it was yesterday. I closed my eyes. That's all I can see. Because <laughs> it was dark down there, so. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Very good. Yeah. Uh, number four, Haunted. Oh, no. Yeah. Whoa. By James Whoa. Patterson and James O'Born. Oh. Uh Oh, James O'Borden. I, I should say O is the middle initial. Oh, not James. Not James. Oh, the luck of James O'Borden. Yeah. Not like what? that. James I know what O'Borden. you're trying to do is an Irish accent. I was going kind of like a Lucky Charms, you know. Bit oh, of a Lucky boy. Charms. I know I, my accents are bad. Yours are pretty solid for the most part. Okay. That was rough. You think so? Yeah. Well, so James live O'Borden. A detective from New York. So this is number four okay. this week. Yeah. Uh, sometimes I feel like the only reason James Patterson is debuting at number four yeah. is because he's already got something on three, top. Yeah. Three, two, one. Uh, a detective uh, from New York takes his family on vacation in Maine and is enlisted by local cops to help solve a crime in the woods. Yeah. In the woods? Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, I thought you'd have more reaction. Wow. That. that was the twist. Right in the woods. Yeah, I can help solve a crime in the city. You could. In a small town? Yeah. Suburbia? Sure. It it happened in that guy's garage. probably did. In the woods? In the woods. Where do you start? I don't know. How do you follow the trail? It rained. It's impossible to know. What if there's a creek? You lose the scent. What you have to do? Yeah. Find the solution Uh and work your way backwards. Like Columbo? That's a lot easier. Mm Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah. Remember that Halloween you went as Columbo? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It was a killer Columbo outfit. Yeah. 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 uh, mm. Yeah. Watching you spend 15 minutes trying to order a sandwich in yeah, a Columbo yeah. costume was my, like... I'll tell you what I like yep. on a sandwich. Now, 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 you said you had mayonnaise, <laughs> and now you're telling me... Just, just one more thing. <laughs> okay. Number three. We were shocked by this not two weeks ago, and here it is again. Okay. A Column of Fire by Ken Foliot. What? Yep. Lovers Ned Willard and... Marjorie Fitzgerald find themselves on opposite sides of conflict between English Catholics and Protestants while Queen Elizabeth fights to maintain her throne. Yeah. This is book three of the, what's the series called? I think it's just Pillars of the Earth. That's what series. it's, because the first book is Maybe Pillars of the Earth. One. I don't know. Okay. I thought it was like uh, Centuries on Fire. Centuries <laughs> on Kingsbridge. Kingsbridge series. Kingsbridge. All right. Nobody's calling it that. So the Pillars of the Earth series. Yep. Um, but the first book came out in like what? 1991 or something? 80s. Late 80s. Wow. Yeah. And he's just... You can't leave a baby in the woods. No excuse. Yeah. Leaving a baby in the woods. It was a different time. Ugh, even so. No, it was a different time. That was brutal. It was a different time. That was hard to to read. People left babies in the woods all the time there. Sometimes it was because you had too many mouths to feed. Sometimes Uh it was a piece of witch. Uh Uh-huh. That maybe lived uh-huh. in the woods next door. Sorry, our producer Gary's telling us to top, stop talking about this ghoulish topic. <laughs> okay. okay, thanks, Gary. All right, yeah. Well, fine. Next time we have a witch invading our town, yeah, I'll what? make the sacrifice. Okay. 
Man, it's very brave of hey, you. Hey, can I borrow uh, your baby? No. <laughs> I don't like that joke. <laughs> Dude, number two, new this week. I know. I think I just heard your wife go, oh, my gosh. Yeah, probably. <laughs> he can't come over anymore. No, you're... But can I? You're exiled. We were watching Star Trek. No, Gary says to move along. Did okay. we talk about Star Trek? Go ahead. I don't know. Now's not the time. I know that. I think we did. Okay. Uh, number two, it's the... You're right. It's not the time. Number two, no. uh, new this week. To be where you are, Nick. Me? Yeah, no. Oh. Uh, by Jane Karen. So this is the 14th novel in the... Mitford. How'd you know? People love those Mitford books. Do you? Yeah. Oh. No, I don't. I've never Three generations one. of Kavans face changes in their lives. Okay. I thought you were saying face changes. Like they had three generations worth of face changing. <laughs> oh my but gosh. I get it now. Yeah. <laughs> I get it now. <laughs> so you think uh, the Mitford series took a, took a turn. Yeah, yeah, I do. <laughs> now I look like your face. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, number one, The Cuban Affair. Oh. Yeah. Oh, my. By Nelson DeMille. Nelson Mandela. No. No. Oh, <laughs> okay. Nope. Though I'm sure there are some cr- people, out- I almost said crazy people. Yeah. You're not crazy to believe in the Mandela effect. Okay. But it's stupid and okay. not real. All right. Thank uh, you. A Miami lawyer solicits an army veteran to go on a secret mission to recover 60 million stashed away in Cuba. That's a lot. Yeah. It's you think lot. he was always like, there was always money in the Cuban banana shop. Yep. And then they're like, I don't know what Yeah, that from Arrested Development. From sure. Arrested Development. Sure. Yeah. Thanks. You haven't seen that show in forever. Yes, I have. Is that, was that number one? That was season one. No. Yeah. Was, was that book one on the New York Times bestseller yeah. list? So we're done. Yes. Okay. I will say, uh, on all the lists, it's fun to talk about this. It is number one. Wow. On like the big yeah. e-book and Our everything. Our copies are Pavement. just... Oh, wait, that's just paperback, hold. yeah. Perpetually on hold. We have two copies. They're always on hold. It? So, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it is. It's big news. Yeah, it is. Uh, I got some young adult books. Okay. Brand new. All right. New. We don't need to do it. See no, you later, phone. No, 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 let's do it. I nope. want to hear. I already threw my phone out the window. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. You were supposed to help me with that surprise reaction. I'm oh. actually still holding my phone. Okay. Ah. <laughs> okay, now that doesn't oh, make too any late. sense. I just admitted oh. the phone is in my Whoa. hand. Nope. Oh, my gosh, that flew right by I my know. head, Eric. <laughs> okay. Well, what an arm on this guy. You wouldn't know from looking at it. I'm now but. holding Nick's phone, and we're going to talk about the young adult hardcover fiction real quick. Fans demand it. Number 10, Once and for All by Sarah Dessen. Yeah. Once and for all. <laughs> uh, Lord of Shadows at number 9 by Cassandra Clare. Go away. Ooh, wow. Go away. Yeah, drawing the line in the sand yeah. here. I've had enough. Okay. I've had enough. Number 8, new this week, Jane Unlimited. Oh. By Kristen Cashor. Wow. She, she's written somebody else. Knew this something week. Else. Oh, she wrote the Graceling series. Okay. Uh, Jane is invited to a gala that will change her life. Oh, But my. at what cost? Yeah, what cost indeed, Jane? Yeah. Probably the door. You have to pay at the door. That's probably, Like a $20 yeah. door charge. Yeah, probably a drink minimum yeah. as well. Uh, two items, yeah. but I just ordered outside the restaurant. Yeah. Sorry, ma'am. Yeah, you gotta. Number seven, one of us is lying, and it's Nick. We do this every week. No, or we, do we? No, we don't. <laughs> uh, number six. I heard a body. Oh, my gosh. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, number six, one. Woman in Cabin 10, oh the children's gosh. edition. She's back. Yep. <laughs> yeah. It's hard to be doing my teen <laughs> journalism, journalism on a, a boat, but my ears are sharp and I heard a body. <laughs> number six, Bernie Young Sanders. Young lady, please. <laughs> guide to political revolution. First step, blow the election. Yeah, that's, that's the start. Yeah. Then the revolution's in full yeah, swing. Yeah, really going <laughs> to Sorry. Yeah, that's all right. Uh, number five. It, look, as long as that there, I'm going to have something. It's going to be 
we're going to have to say something about that book. We have to give our commentary. You're right. We have to. So, number five, uh, Hunting Prince Dracula by Carrie Mansacalo and Jimmy Patterson. Well, it's, it's a Jimmy presents. Patterson Presents He presents. Book. Yep. Uh, Audrey Rose and Thomas investigate murders in Romania that, exem- that resemble vampire attacks. I love it. Now, if you remember, the first book was Stalking or Hunting. Mm-hmm. No, it was. It was Stalking the Ripper. All right. Stalking Jack the Ripper. Yep. She fell in love with the she Ripper. She sure did, yep. yeah. Number four, I guess you could say it was a bodice Ripper. I guess. I don't know. I don't think so. <laughs> okay, number four, War Cross by Marie Lu. Number three, Wonder Woman, Warbringer uh, by Leah Bardugo. Bardugo. Uh, Wonder Woman's not the one bringing the war in this, right? I would hope not. Oh, you haven't Her heard this yet? Her mission is for peace. Your My wife wife's been reading it, yeah. Whoa, 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 whoa. Slow down. Number two. <laughs> what was that? That was me telling you to slow down. Whoa, 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 whoa. Oh, right. I said whoa. Everybody knows it was whoa. <laughs> Number two, yep. 30 weeks on the list. Displaced this week from first place. The Hate You Give by Angie Thomas. Okay. We got a new number one oh after gosh. 30 weeks. This is so exciting. New this week, one, Dark Throne by Kadera Blake. Okay, good. After the quickening, three sisters continued their fight to the death Look out. for the crown. Look out. Yeah. Well, That's that, big was, that was exciting yeah. stuff. It certainly was. Now I think it's time to talk about these new books. But you know what? What? I feel like we need something to get us in the right zone to talk about these. What about a sexy solo guitarist? I think that's it. Hit it, Ben! Sexy new book club. That did it. That did it. Yeah. Woo! I just feel relaxed. Yeah. I feel ready to roll. You want to go first? You want me to? Do I want to go first? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Let me just... I always hide my books far away. You do, yeah. So I, I have to make it a journey. Him. And again, it's about the journey. It sure Not is. Not again. We haven't actually mentioned that phrase no. here. No. So. No. Again, that's the first time that that was said. <laughs> it was in a private conversation. We talked about it being oh, about the journey. Okay. So. All right. Because uh, we have private conversations. Remember yeah. when you ended a couple episodes ago with a cliffhanger? Yeah. But we hadn't talked about cliffhangers yeah, at all during the episode. I led, I led into it. Okay. I said that you and I had discussed it. Yeah. yeah. All right. Let's, uh... Boy. Let's talk about uh, James Patterson and Gabrielle Charbonnet's Char- Charbonnet. I always oh. feel like Jim Carrey. We talk about this. Yeah. I'm trying to say... Go ahead and say it. Yeah, Charbonnet, I think. Charbonnet. Yeah. All right, Charbonnet. Uh, the book I hold in my hand yep. is blue. It sure is. No. Got a dragonfly on it? No, okay. I get it. I get it. All right. It's a Jim Carrey reference again. Yeah. It's called Crazy House. This has been on the, this was on the New York Times bestsellers list uh-huh. for a little bit. You can stop waiting for the next Hunger Games, yeah. Nick. Because you're never going to get it. Oh. But read Crazy House. Yeah, let's see. By James uh, Patterson. All right. So, yeah, the book has a dragonfly on it, a blue dragonfly. It's got a purpley blue cover. James Patterson's name, very big. I don't know if putting James Patterson's name so large on a young adult book does it. Yeah. I don't know if that's helping sales at all. Like, are teens freaking out like, James Patterson, but he got him kind of young with all the other stuff. So it maybe- could be, or it could be, I don't see a lot of teens buying themselves hardcover books. That's true. Could yeah. be appealing to the adults who are finding them, yeah. you know? All right, let's 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 read the uh, the jacket here. Okay. Mm, I'm oh, ready. Well, there's, there's both. All right, the back says, this is the craziest story you will ever read. Well, it's taking place in a crazy house, so... Becca Greenfield, 17... Disappeared one morning on her way to school. Everyone from her town, including her twin sister, is desperately searching for Becca. They won't find her. Becca is being held in the crazy house. 
Becca is on death row, which is totally crazy because Becca is completely innocent. Becca. No one has ever gotten out of the crazy house alive, Mm-mm. but there's always a first time. Yep. Here we go. Uh, 17-year-old Becca Greenfield was snatched from her home and thrown without reason into the hellish prison known as oh the crazy house. Yeah, to avoid crazy. execution, she told her to sh- uh, she's told to shut her mouth and keep her head down. Becca was never really good at either. No. Her only hope for survival is for her sister. Casey or Cassie? I, oh, I can't this, read it, so this, I don't know. This this was my curse while reading Animorphs. Okay. C-A-S-S-I-E. That's Cass- Cassie. Cassie, yep. Yeah, I called her Cassie through 52 Animorphs oh, books. Oh, my goodness. Uh, Cassie, to find her, oh. that the good twin will stop following the rules and start breaking them because, before it's too late, because the jailers at the crazy house soon discovered they made a mistake that could get them that get both sisters killed. Mm-hmm. Any of that do it for you? I don't know. I guess I'm I'm vaguely intrigued by the premise. Uh-huh. I don't know if anything that you just read really made me like get pushed over the edge. All right. You know what about you? Uh, I now know what the premise is about. Yeah. But I thought that the I thought that Cassie, the sister that didn't get locked up, from reading the descriptions, did the crime. Yeah. And like maybe tricked everyone into getting the sister. Mm-hmm. I thought that's what was going on. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, chapter one. Cassie. It starts with Cassie. Yeah. That's the good one. All right. Oh, man. Yeah. These are short. You can tell these are James Patterson books. It's not a short book, though. All right. Thank God for programmable coffee makers. That's all I want to say. How do you feel about that first sentence? Thank God for programmable coffee makers? No. I don't like it. Actually, that's about all I can say until I've had my first cup. Right on time, 5.45 a.m., life's this, precious fluid starts seeping down the to the... This is for teenagers. Carrots. Yeah. Okay. And thank God for coffee. Last year, when we heard that a lot of coffee sh- crops had failed, I thought the bottom of my life had dropped out. But this year, coffee is back on the shelves and at United Always, and I, for one, am grateful. Leaning back against the Look, kitchen counter... Look, it's not counter, that I think that teens don't drink coffee, because I'm sure they do. But this kind of, like, old man... <laughs> Like, I just need my cup of joe. I don't really think it's an <laughs> I looked out the torn start. window screens of the bear's hint of pink coming off the tops of the trees by the boundary. I guess people who live in cells by the ocean get to see the sun coming up over the water. Mm-hmm. Actually, I don't know. I don't know if any people live near any ocean. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. I felt the coffee... I felt the coffee ignite nerves throughout my body Still as I sipped coffee, and watched the sun. It was yeah. partly blocked by the carport where I kept my... I bolted upright and peered through the ragged yep. screen. No, she didn't. No, I shrieked, wanting to hurl didn't. my coffee cup right out her, the window. Do it. Oh, she hurled her coffee cup, though? Yeah. How would it charge her? Uh, I would have hit my truck if my truck had been there, mm-hmm. which it wasn't. Damnation, Rebecca, I Look shouted, out. then wheeled and headed upstairs just to double-check. Yep. Just in case. Yep. Just in case my twin, ridiculous Rebecca. Mm-hmm. I'm just doing a silent, uh, okay. ridiculous Rebecca. Yeah. Was in fact still snoring in bed instead of joyriding in my truck. Look out. I slammed open her bedroom door, dreaded making out. jumpy friends with all the caffeine in my system because she had coffee. Mm-hmm. Becca's bed was empty. Mm-hmm. Seething, I'd hurried to my room at the end of the hall, passing the door to her parents' room, which we kept shut all the time nowadays. In my room, I threw on yesterday's jeans and plaid shirt that I should be too hasty in assigning to the dirty clothes pile. Jamming my feet into the perfectly worn cowboy boots so we get a sense of her style. Here. Yeah, she likes I started the rehearsing boots. what I would say to my sister when I caught up with her. And I would catch up to her. There okay. was zero doubt about that. 
Our cell was barely four miles across, a nice big crop circle. Mm-hmm. Becca had no place to run. No, she No didn't. place to hide. No place to run or hide. Chapter one is done. Okay. That was chapter one. Well, I don't like it. <laughs> I don't like it. But you still like the premise. You're still intrigued by the premise. But yeah, you're saying but... that the first chapter did not hook you on the no. premise. No. No. My guess is it would have been better to start at the crazy house. Probably. Maybe start with her in the crazy house going, I, think so. I still remember how this all started. Yeah. <laughs> but we get one chapter for being like, I can't believe I'm in the crazy house. I used to love coffee, but now I'm in the crazy <laughs> house. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, Cassie's the twin that doesn't get trapped. Oh, she's not in the yeah. crazy house. Okay. Yeah, Rebecca. Right. Becca is not the in the gets, crazy yes. house. All right. Okay. I understand. Hit us up with yours. What do you got? I understand now. Okay. We are going to start uh-huh. with okay. Sleeping Beauties. By Mr. Stephen King and Mr. Owen King. This is new? Yeah. Who's Owen? Brand new. Brand new. Stephen King's son, who is not Joe Hill. His other son, which probably not how he likes to be referred to, but <laughs> truth. Okay? So, Happy uh, birthday, other son. In this spectacular oh, <laughs> father-son collaboration, Stephen King and Owen King tell the highest of high-stakes stories. What might happen if women disappeared from the world of men? In a future Why, sir, so real. That's and... the highest-stakes story I could think of. You proud of that? No. Okay. No, but what I'm not proud of is this is just saying, oh, why the last man? All the men disappeared? Yeah. But what if? What if the ladies? In a future so real and near it might be now, something happens when women go to sleep. They become shrouded in a cocoon like gauze. That's very Invasion of the Body Snatchers, and we know Stephen King's a big Jack Finney fan. If they're awakened, if the gauze wrapping their bodies is disturbed or violated, the women become feral and spectacularly violent. And while they sleep, they go to another place. The men of our world are abandoned, left to their increasingly Mm -hmm. primal devices. One woman, however, the mysterious Evie, is immune to the blessing or (laughs) curse of the sleeping disease. Is Evie a medical anomaly to be studied, or is she a demon who must be slain? Set in a small Appalachian town whose primary employer as a woman's prison, Sleeping Beauties is wildly provocative and gloriously absorbing. Okay. So we have a Why the Last Man situation, even with One. there being, yes. Yeah. But we've got the Invasion of the Body Snatcher feral children. Yeah. Tell you what, though. You try to well, wake, they don't go feral in Invasion of the Body Snatcher. You try to snatchers. wake my wife up when she's yeah. cocooned in her blankets yeah. too early? She's going to be a little bit feral. Probably. You're not going to want to be in there. No, I you don't think so. You and the dogs, so. you're running right out of that room. You're getting to get out there so, as fast as you can. Yeah. As fast as you can. All right, let me read you an excerpt. Okay. Oh, and any reviews on it? Uh, it's so new. I haven't seen a lot yet. Okay. Goodreads reviews are mostly positive, but, okay. you know. Yeah. Uh, Lila followed the tracks up a rise, then down into the sort of narrow dip that country fellows like Willie Burke called a break or a holler, then up another hill. Here the trees were thicker, scrub pines fighting for space and sunlight. And boy, did she want coffee. <laughs> That's not true. The webby stuff hung from some of the branches. She took webby a few more stuff. pictures with her phone and pushed on towards the power pylons and the bright sunlight ahead. She ducked under a low-hanging branch, stepped into the clearing, and just stared. For a moment, all her tiredness was swept away by amazement. Lila stood frozen at the edge of the clearing, her neck craned, staring upward. Flocks of moths fluttered around her, brown in the shade, seeming to turn an iridescent gold in the late afternoon sunshine. She had read somewhere that the tallest tree on Earth, a redwood, was just under 400 feet high. The tree in the center of the clearing looked taller than that, and it was no redwood. It was like no tree she'd ever seen. Wow. Here's a, here's Are you a in? suggestion. You could say web-like material. Not webby stuff? Not webby stuff. <laughs> webby stuff you oh, didn't like? Oh, there's still webby stuff in here. The webby stuff yeah. hung from the pines. Uh, maybe. Yeah. Are you going to read this? You like Jack Finney? 
You like body well, snatchers? This, you like Stephen he's King? He's not sounding so much like that. Honestly, I don't know. Huh? I'm not sure how I feel about that. The premise and even uh-huh. even this excerpt doesn't feel like yeah. Stephen King's best. Yeah, feels a little. Okay, well it's with his son. Yeah, so maybe his son idea, and he's like, "Dad, I just read this sick comic book." Yeah, but what if? Yep. I don't. I don't know what Owen King is. Hey, like. in case you're curious, uh-huh. uh, Owen King looks creepier than Stephen King. Yeah, and Stephen King looks pretty creepy. Yeah, well, Stephen own, King was hit by a van in his own way. So he looks driven like by Owen King. Oh my gosh! Wow, that's a twist I didn't see coming. Yeah. All right, what do you got? Um, I have this book. I like the cover a lot. Great. I'm going to show you this cover. Show me. Uh, it's by Francisco X. Stork. I love it. And name. I don't mean that he's a former he stork. He's a stork. He used uh, to be a stork. It's called, he got out of the stork game. It's called Disappeared. This uh, They wrote Memory of Light earlier, so that was last year. So Okie dokie. Here's the cover. Huh. What? Okay. Really? I like it. Look at that I light. I don't know. It looks that, like a romantic suspense paperback to me. No, no. It's got this sweet orange, Disappeared is fading away like a Crichton title, <laughs> like in Prey. Uh, but bottom looks like a, uh, like a New Orleans city. Let's see Does it, it ever. <laughs> uh, four months ago, Sarah... Zapata's best friend disappeared, abducted by right, wait, criminals who wait, rule wait, wait, over. Wait, 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 are we doing the flap? Or are we doing the? Or this we doing is the flap. Flap. Okay. Yeah, the back all right. is all just right, all about. Uh, all right. So I know. I just didn't know if this was an excerpt yeah. or if it was. Four weeks ago, her brother, um, uh, Emiliano, fell in love with Perla Ruby, a girl whose family is as rich as her name. Okay. Oh, because her name's Ruby, which yeah. is rich. Four hours ago, Sarah received a death threat and her first clue to her friend's location. Four minutes ago. Okay. Amaliano was offered a way into Perla Ruby's world if he betrays his own. Yeah. In the next four days, Sarah and Amaliano will each face impossible choices between life and justice, friends and family, truth and love. But when the criminals come after Sarah, only one path remains for both the siblings. Only one? Across the desert to the United States. Oh my goodness. Yes. Yes. I don't know. That's a, that's a maybe. How do you feel about it? Chapter, well, I guess there's no chapter. It's not chapters. Oh, wait. Yes, there is. Wow. <laughs> Be <laughs> sure. <one>. Be sure. <laughs> <laughs> chapter one. Sarah, Friday, March 24th, 9, 10 a.m. Uh-huh. You need to give up on the missing girls, Felipe says. Oh, no. Sarah isn't sure she heard him correctly. Although Felipe's tone is not harsh, the index finger he points at her makes his words sound like a reprimand. He's sitting behind his desk, covered in disordered mess of envelopes and paper. Sarah looks at her editor, Jana, who stands up close uh, and closes the glass door to the office. Mm. Look, Sarah, Felipe continues, yes, with Jana sits down. You've done a great job with your column, but now it's time to focus on the good stuff. This is not 2010, when 20 girls went missing every month. No, it's not. Jerez is prospering. Tourists are coming back to the shops. Nightclubs are hopping again. Honeywell just opened up a new assembly plant. We need to get on board and contribute to the creative, a positive image. Why don't you write a weekly column about the new school's opening? The slums getting cleaned up. Mm-hmm. Sarah feels Jonna's hand on her arm. Ever since her article on Linda's disappearance, she written a weekly profile on one of the hundreds of girls who have gone missing. That column has been her fight and her comfort. The fulfillment of the promise she made to Linda to never stop looking for her. It cannot be taken away. Jana has always been Sarah's close friend and Stotter's advocate, and her touch gives her strength. Hmm. I kind of liked it. Boom. Did you like it? Yeah. Disappeared sounds intense. It does sound engaging. Uh, yes. Interesting. You want to know what's going on? Yeah. Yeah. 
I like all this four months, four weeks, four hours. You only got four minutes to save the world. Yeah. That's a Madonna song with Justin oh, Timberlake. Okay. So, uh, we got like... the new uh, CD set from Madonna's latest tour, by oh, the way. Fantastic. If you're a fan. I was wondering what, but... when she was going to put something else out. Were you? Uh, no, not really. Okay. Um, so, yeah, we're going to give Disappeared. Oh, check it out. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, you should check out Crazy House. We'll see what it's like. Check yeah. out Crazy House, I guess. Yes. Did you All turn? Right. Have you turned around now on the cover? Now that uh, now that you know what it's about. No, I still think it looks a little. I love the cover. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. Disappear. I love this cover. All right. All right. So here's an interesting here's an interesting book we have here. Interesting. This is by Donald Westlake. All right. Uh, first publication anywhere. Uh-huh. This is part of the Hard Case Crime imprint. Do you know the Hard Case Crime imprint? Yes. Okay. I really like what they're doing. Basically, they're they're republishing some things that that are vintage, like crime noir kind of things, uh-huh. putting them out there. Sometimes they're taking well-known authors like Lawrence Block or something and finding some of his early work that was published right. under a pseudonym or whatever. They're just finding cool things and they're bringing them out and giving them like nice, fancy retro right. releases. So this is called Forever and a Death by Donald Westlake. And here's the interesting thing about this book. Donald Westlake was uh-huh. contracted to write a James Bond movie. Ah. And then... It never, it never went anywhere. Right. So he wrote it, uh, and then decided basically to turn it into a novel, and pretty uh-huh. much just like did a find and replace. Right. And was like, nope, he's not James Bond. He's whatever, whatever this new man's name is. That's uh-huh. what he is. So let me read you. The cover looks like a James Bond. Oh, I know. Yeah, it does. Looks it definitely like a, does. Uh, a Sean Connery James yeah. Bond cover. Yeah. I know. That's. I love it. I love it. Uh, f- oh no no. Let me read in the back. The Bond that never was. Two, two decades ago, the producers of the James Bond movies hired legendary crime novelist Donald E. Westlake to come up with a story for the next Bond film. The plot Westlake dreamed up about a Western businessman seeking revenge after being kicked out of Hong Kong when the island was returned to Chinese rule had all the elements of a classic Bond adventure, but political concerns kept it from being made. Oh. Never one to let a good story go to waste, Westlake wrote an original novel based on the premise instead a novel he never published while he was alive. Oh. Now, nearly a decade after Westlake's death, Hard Case Crime is proud to give it the novel its first publication ever, together with a brand new afterword by one of the movie producers describing the project's genesis, and to give fans their first taste of the Westlake scripted bond that might have been. Would that be a broccoli? Probably a broccoli. Yeah. Yeah. Is the daughter still a broccoli? She's the one who's like in yeah, charge Barbara. Right now. Barbara Broccoli is right, what she goes still, by okay. anyway. So I guess, I mean, 20 years ago, that would have put us that would have put us in the Pierce Brosnan? That can't be right. That'd be 1997. Timothy Dalton? No, 97 was Brosnan. Okay, then so yeah. 97 was uh, Tomorrow Never Dies. So we would have been talking a Brosnan bond. That's funny. Oh, but Tomorrow Never Dies is set in Hong Kong. Yeah, so that's... Is it Hong Kong? I think so. It's got... Uh, the captain I from think, the new Star Trek. Unit. Yeah, I think it is. I think it is Hong Kong. So that's interesting. They must have yeah. liked the basic idea, but went to okay. a different thing. Well, I love Tomorrow Never Dies, so they probably Tomorrow Never. Sorry, have you ever heard this song? <laughs> Chapter one. Smart. The helicopter sped eastward under a clear blue sky, low over the coral sea. Its flattened footprints scudded beneath it, rolling out the slate gray waves, and immediately gone. And the waves leapt up again. Inside, the copter had been custom refitted with light blue industrial carpet over a plywood floor on which stood eight broad swivel chairs and two rows of four, upholstered in a darker blue vinyl. Do you understand the color scheme of Inside the Helicopter? Yeah, blue. Okay, I'll move on then. A gray bulkhead... So, 
Oh. A gray bulkhead up front with a curtain in its doorway separated this main cabin from a small galley with the pilot's compartment beyond that. On the bulkhead wall, I do not like... I don't need to know just how much this helicopter... Well, what if Bond gets into the copter and has to fight everybody with what's on the wall? You gotta know. You need to know that he just took that painting off the wall. Okay. On the bulkhead wall next (laughs) to the doorway was imprinted a large symbol of an entwined RC in dark red looking vaguely snake-like or like an uh espaliered tree i don't know what that means richard curtis owner of the initials and the helicopter and almost everything else he could see occupied the rear seat on the right the other three passengers two men and a woman all venture capitalists with whom curtis had had dealings in the past were his guests seated where he could look at them consider them there was too much noise inside here from engine and wind to make conversation possible but curtis didn't need conversation not now what these three knew of his business and the reason for this flight was what they needed to know and what they didn't know was everything that mattered nice you remember how long uh the world is not enough took to get to the uh title sequence yeah forever yeah and a death i don't get what that the, is the book you're reading is called forever and a death i get it now <laughs> <laughs> what did you think of that uh here's what doesn't feel bond like about it yeah so we're probably finding out about why he gets kicked out of hong kong yeah it makes him angry and everything yeah but that's not how a bond movie starts bond has to show up yeah and cause an explosion right and that's then true. we'll get to the title sequence. that's true well so. I, some of it that i liked some of that i did not yeah. like yeah but uh i can't I, I imagine the whole book is just describing what's in describing the then they went into the next room yes. this room was glorious by any yes. standard that's very uh milky white carpets it's... <laughs> Delicious. With webby stuff hanging from... Oh, <laughs> no. <laughs> Are you going to read forever in a death? I I can't make any promises, but I'm, I'm intrigued by it I, at the very one least. One of us is going to read forever in a death. Oh, okay. And they're going to be the cooler one for it. Darn it. Yeah, you better get to it. I should have called dibs. You can't... You, my friend, can't uh, lose any more cool yeah. points. Not to me. Yeah. I've been ahead for a while. Thanks, man. So you'll never catch up if you lose any. You're right. Okay. All right, what do you got? Uh, my last book here... Is a James Patterson Presents. We're back to Jimmy P. You're doing all James Patterson all the time now. Hunting Prince Dracula. Uh-oh. What do, what do you think of the cover? Uh, Girl in white, red lips, of course, uh, yeah. holding a wooden stake. She must have fashioned this herself. Looking down ominously at, uh, I assume, a vampire's castle. Probably a vampire's castle, yeah. I like the design of the castle. I, you know, when you really, like, look at it, uh-huh. it's kind of a cool cover. If I walked by that, I would think it was, like... The Amish Brides of Westchester yes. County. I, I see what you're talking about, yes. So. Um, I thought I'd pick this one up because, one, it's new. Yeah. And two, it's that time of year, my friend. We're in October. Dun, dun, it's dun. the month of Halloween. Dun, dun, dun. It's fine. I don't... That's from the time of the season, but that's all right. Uh, <laughs> it's the time. So, okay. So, as I said, he wrote Stalking Jack the Ripper. Or she, uh, the author is actually Carrie uh, Maniscalco. Okay. Uh, man... It's Kaloko. <laughs> look, I'm trying my best to be respectful of everybody's names, and I can't do it. I can't pronounce anything. You can be respectful, and you're doing a good job. Okay. <laughs> Bone white, blood red. Oh, Along no. this path, you'll soon be dead. Oh, no. That's, that's pretty terrible poetry yeah, right yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, all right. Following... Following the horrifying revelation of Jack the Ripper's true identity, (gasps) Audrey Rose Wadsworth (laughs) flees her home in Victorian London to enroll as the only female student in Europe's most prestigious forensic school, Dracula Academy. (laughs) But it's impossible to find peace in the dark 
Because she's in a crazy house. Uh, unsettling Romanian castle, that houses the school. Mm. Oh, so that's what we're looking at. We're looking at the school on this cover. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, and was also once home to the depraved Vlad the Impaler. Oh, no. Otherwise, he lived known there as Prince Dracula. Forever and to death. <laughs> when a series of troubling deaths brings whispers of Vlad's bloodthirsty return from the grave, Audrey Rose and her sharp-witted companion, Thomas Cresswell, must unravel the cryptic clues that will lead them to the shadow-like killer, living or dead. How do, how do you like this image on the back? It's a skull on top of a book. Yeah, it's a, it's a skull. skull paperweight. Skull paperweight. Things yeah. are going to get dark. It's very Dresden files of them. I like it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, how'd that summary do for you? Yeah. So it's not actually Dracula. Yeah. I'm sure it's going to be somebody who like fell in love with Dracula. Probably. And is now just doing his bidding. Yeah. But I haven't James read Patterson. it. Look at this. We get a sweet map of the grounds. Oh, now I know. <laughs> but what's her helicopter look like? Oh, yeah, sure. Find that out. Let's find it. All right, so chapter one. Game. Yep. Ghost of the Past. Orient, Orient Express. Kingdom of Romania. 1st of December, 1888. A long time ago. Yeah, it sure is. Um, when, okay. Our train gnashed its way along the frozen tracks toward the white-caped fangs of Carpathian Mountains. From our position outside of... Uh, the capital of Romania, the peaks were the color of fading bruises. The other mountains were the color of fading... No, I got nothing. I was trying to do a helicopter thing. It's harder than you think. Yeah. Yeah, there's yeah. a painting there. So maybe give Donald West like a break. Yeah. <laughs> Judging from the heavy snow falling, there were likely as cold, dead flesh. Quite a charming thought for a blustering morning. I don't think that was great at all. <laughs> a knee struck the side of the carved wooden panel in my private booth once again. I closed my eyes, praying that my traveling companion would fall back asleep. One more jitter of his long limbs might unravel my fraying composure. Might. Pressed my head against the plush high back seat, focusing on the soft velvet inside the poking. Uh, inside of poking. Uh, instead! Oh, I'm gonna lie down. Yeah. Instead of poking his offending legs with my hairpin. So I think we're just going to have some uh, back and forth between the two. And Probably. Be like, you sure stay up quite late. And yeah. He's like, why don't you have some fun, dear? She's like, I will have fun once I've finished my studies. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like they're really mining some new ground there. So that's uh, that's a good time. How do you feel so far? I feel nothing. I keep picking these like. I feel apathetic about it, Eric. The the first two books. I feel indifferent. Or not the first two. Yep. Hunting Prince Dracula sure. and The Crazy House. Mm-hmm. They have these like crazy premises, but yeah. they start very yeah on crazy yeah i guess yep you gotta you gotta have somewhere to go yeah that's true but like if you're in here and you're like i want to read something about vampire just like listening to these two characters have about to have like a back and forth about annoying sleeping habits yeah that's not why i picked up the book when i want to read a high octane thriller i want to start with a pretentious conversation that a teenager is having with herself about how vital coffee is to her life Yeah. That's how yeah. I want to get into a book. Haven't you studied the most important art a woman needs to learn? That of kissing. Oh, my. How dare you? You're oh, fresh. Oh, my goodness. But you're right. I haven't done that curriculum <laughs> quite yet. Hey, hey, guys. I'm Prince Dracula. <laughs> I was told to come here. Quiet. Oh. I have extra credit to work on. Well, okay, but I'm like the Dracula. Get so. out, good sir. Okay. Do you guys know where I can get some coffee? I'll, I'll find it. <laughs> I'll find it. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna boy. This. this train's a short, real crazy house. <laughs> I'm gonna do this last one real quick. Okay, okay. Uh, I am the ice cream makers. The ice cream makers by Ernest Vanderquist. So this is the story <laughs> of Ben and Jerry. <laughs> it's the story of Ben and Jerry's. All right, 
When Giovanni is summoned home, a small valley in the far north of Italy, the fabled birthplace of ice cream, he finds... Like what you you did. That's not make any sense. He finds himself in the center of a family drama, rife with obsession and obligation, that will change the course of his life. And they're probably going to make a lot of ice cream. (laughs) Yeah, it might change the history of ice cream. Wait a second. We've had chocolate. We've had vanilla. If if things are going to get rough... Uh Uh-huh. It's good to have a lot of ice cream around. That's so true. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. I feel a lot better. Yeah. All right. This if section. If there was a pool full of ice cream, it hasn't melted yet into a soup. I'm talking about a kiddie pool full yeah. of scoops of ice cream, still in scoop form. Yeah. Do you jump into that pool? Do I jump in? Yes. I want to eat it. I don't want to jump in. You eat it when you get into That's it. That's disgusting. I don't want to do that. You're not going to get in a pool of ice cream scoops and eat it. I'm not going to do that. That would, be, the... that would be cold. Uh-huh. That would be sticky. Yeah. The ice cream would be covered in like body so no okay i don't want it well that's the only way you get the ice cream let me tell you i'm an ice cream maker eric <laughs> i can make Does the that ice say cream international bestseller international bestseller where is yes. this taking place what country italy, italy okay all right let me tell you how it starts because i'm already sold just by the header of this first section <laughs> how my father lost his heart to a hammer thrower weighing 183 pounds funny yeah so this is a steve Short- book <laughs> yeah shortly before his 18th birthday my father fell in love it was love at first sight love like a bolt from the blue like lightning striking a tree my mother phones to tell me beppy has lost his mind she says <gasps> it happened beppy. it happened during a live broadcast <laughs> go on <laughs> laughing about your beppy <laughs> Happened during a live broadcast of the London Olympics, during the women's hammer throw final, to be precise. Oh. Since my father had a satellite dish installed on the roof, he's had access to more than a thousand channels. Ooh. He spends whole days in front of the television, a beautiful flat screen, and presses the button of the remote control is consistently high tempo. Ooh. Soccer games from Japan, Arctic nature documentaries, Spanish art house films, and reports on disasters in El Salvador, Tajikistan, and Fiji flash past. And there are the programs with women, of course. Of Gorgeous, course. glorious women. From all around the world. Buxom Brazilian hosts, near-naked Greek showgirls. Look out. News broadcasters whose bulletins, quite aside from the language, Macedonian, Slovenian, are lost on him because of their full, glossy lips. Yeah. So... Dad likes watching TV. Usually there will only be dad likes some watching something five or on six TV. seconds between the channels my father alights on, but sometimes he lingers and spends a whole evening watching coverage of the Mexican elections or a documentary series about the tropical waters off Polynesia, green as a gem. Hmm. What do you Nothing think? to do with ice cream there, is it? No there? ice cream so far. Yeah. No ice cream You're so sold. far, that's true. They need to... They're sold by I its quirky like style. It. I like its quirky style, yeah. It, yeah. That's the kind of... It's you got to be delicate with that. Because mm-hmm. sometimes books like that get too precious too quick. Yeah. And it just... Yeah. No, thank you. Twee. No, thank you, sir. Uh, I might read The Ice Cream Makers. Okay. I might read uh, Forever and a Death. Yeah. I might read Sleeping Beauties. Okay. It's hard to say. It's yeah. impossible to say. Yeah. It's next to impossible to Which say. Which of my young adult books are you going to read? Crazy none, House. None. If I had to choose one, I probably would go with okay. Crazy House. What? Really? Not Disappeared? I don't think so. I'm going to read Disappeared. I would hope that you would. Thank you. Okay. I might read uh, Hunting Prince Dracula, but not start with Stalking Jack the Ripper. Really? Yeah. Wow. Just dive in with book two. That's crazy. Yeah. You're going to find out Jack the Ripper's identity. You don't want that. Trust I'm me. Sure. You don't a, want that. I'm sure it's You like do a... not want that. <laughs> <laughs> all right yeah let's let's get out of here let's talk about library news i've already covered book clubs hey let's talk what? about you oh let's wow. talk about nick okay how you doing i'm pretty good just, you okay just want to talk about library news how how are things since you know no i don't the thing that's going on with your skin my skin all over your face oh okay that was not something that they needed to know about yeah. but, but do you want to talk about it no i don't it's ready to pop man is it 
Yes. This is gross. Yeah. You're ending on a gross topic. You think I have these boom guards here to protect me. Gross. Protect the mic from my made up topic. But it's to protect me from your popping. Let me tell the nice people about what's happening here at the library. On October 4th, at 7 Uh o'clock, Mike Schley is coming to talk Tales of Wag. This is a railroad talk. Uh, Okay. So if you're a railroad fan, you can. Western Allegheny. No, it's the Wellsville. (laughs) It's three different places. Oh, okay. Wellsville Andover Gallatin Railroad. I'm pretty sure that's Ah. what it is. So it's all about railroads. So if you're a railroad aficionado, you can come here and you can yeah. wait and see if he slips up at all. And if he slips up, you can be like, oh, actually, that railroad line. Uh, yeah. So you could do that yeah. if you wanted to. Yeah. But Mike knows his stuff, so you yeah. might be disappointed. Explain to me what a steam engine was doing in North Carolina in <laughs> 1887. Exactly. I'd exactly. love to know. <laughs> yeah, all aboard Misinformation Express. <laughs> 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 so that's happening yeah. Wednesday night at 7 uh, coming up we also have a concert from Casual Reply we're doing a tribute to John Denver on the 12th yeah thank god he's a country boy am I right is that a Don- John Denver song it, it is okay yeah alright yeah. should I shut he's leaving on a jet plane sure well you don't know when he'll be back again all so right. it's hard to say yeah. on I'll October down those country roads 27th Naomi Shihab Nye uh-huh. world renowned author and poet coming here to the David A. Howe Public Library yes so, For a second, I was like, what is he talking we're about? Gonna be, <laughs> we're going to be chatting about that in an upcoming episode. Yeah. So you can tune in for that. Yeah. Movies showing regularly. A lot of fun stuff happening. Yeah, we're showing Captain Underpants this Friday. Yep. That's the Captain of Underpants. Yeah, he's the Captain. Based off of the still going children's Look at me. bestseller. Yeah. Look at me. Uh-huh. I'm the Captain Underpants now. Wow. <laughs> yeah, I get it. Okay. That's good. No, right, thank I'm you. sorry. Thank you. Um, uh, Monday the 9th is Columbus Day, so we are closed, but boom, we will be showing the movie Monster House down in the auditorium. Yes. We will so, not be here to help you. We won't be here. Somebody no. will be. Yeah, someone else. Not us. Not me. Someone. I'm going to be doing whatever you do on Columbus Day. I'm not sure. Just I'm not sure. hanging out at home. Yeah. Yeah. Trying not to talk about Christopher Columbus. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> Rough. Yeah. Uh, so that's, that's yeah. what's new for us. You got anything yeah. you want to talk about? No, just this thing that's going on with my skin. Yeah. It is ready it's to pop. It's about to pop. I know, it really is. <laughs> it really is. Okay, well, I think that's going to do it for us here yeah. for episode 111. All right. We'll you see know. you next week with episode 112.